welcome to After Buzz. Today we're talking about season three of Mozart in the Jungle, the entire season. We've got a lot to say, so stick around. You're tuning into the destination for TV superfan discussion, After Buzz TV. And now, let the buzz begin. So dramatic. I just I love pretend it. to conduct. <laughs> In my dreams. They make it look so easy. I mean, Haley picked it up, like, pretty quick. Maybe I, I was can. ready to uh-huh. go, so I feel like you could do it. Possibly. We'll see what happens. <laughs> hey, guys, what's up? Thanks for joining us for the entire Season 3 recap of Mozart in the Jungle. If you are just watching and haven't even checked out Season 3 yet, um, go do that first. Don't, and don't then come join here. the conversation. Or, like, go online and look up another, like, written recap because we got a lot to say okay spoilers are coming is what we're trying to tell you thank you the spoilers (laughs) are coming and i don't want any of y'all mad at me Um, but if you do get mad at me i want to send me a comment or anything you guys can find me on twitter and instagram at in less than no time i'm leslie ambrose and my lovely (laughs) co-host who literally has the greatest joy around her (laughs) hi guys i'm joel monique you can find me all over the internet at joel monique and every week at blackgirlnerds.com Oh, very cool. Hey, the whole thing. Check that out. Yeah, you got it. Oh, (laughs) so uh, let's just get into this. We have a lot to cover. So we have beautiful Monica Bellucci joining us for the first half of the season. She is. She's gorgeous. Stunning in this role. Oh, my God. I love the whole 40s, like, Italian uh, movie star look that they gave her. Uh Like, the tight pencil skirts and the big hats. Um and and then to see, you know, even if they're not, you know, her actual performance is like sailing down the river. Like, mm-hmm. I just, my whole heart swells. She was wonderful. Oh, I mean, she still had to, like, physically perform them, yes. even if it wasn't, like, vocally. So I think she carried that so well. Uh, she definitely gave me chills a couple of times mm-hmm. with just her eyes and staring. And she's very intense. I'd be very intimidated to sit next to her. Like, oh, my God. Yeah. I would. I like Haley's awkwardness would completely like encompass me and I would just fall over. Oh my gosh, poor Haley. Mm-hmm. She never knows what's going on. No, never. <laughs> it's always- like it's kind of painful to watch a little bit, but I know that's like Lola Kirk's thing. Yeah. I mean, in every other well, I've only seen one other movie where she's Mistress America with yeah. Greta Gerwig and literally the exact same character. Um, but going back to Monica, we have her as La Fiamma. Yes, which has to be the title. title. Yes, uh-huh. okay, so we're on the same page. We know what's we, happening. We got this. We watched we it. This girl. <laughs> we watched the show. We know what's going on. So Rodrigo is coming in. We see him, his quirky little self, on the bike with two little like floaty devices under What a perfect That's introduction how we're uh-huh. for him this season and like where he's going. It's mm-hmm. like very odd form of travel. <laughs> but like nothing Rodrigo, like you wouldn't expect, you know? Truly. Um, so we see him come in, he meets Beppy, yes. who is like, thank you for coming, you have to meet La Fiamma, La Fiamma. I would like Beppy to be my manager, because mm-hmm. I feel like he will move heaven and earth to get, I mean, if you're in love with me. He would make anything <laughs> happen. He worked miracles for this woman. He, he was like, uh-huh. no, I'm on it, don't worry. He didn't question anything. She was like, oh, do this. He's like, awesome, I'll be happy to do I'm it. Everyone it. will love you. Beppy does believe it. everything. Uh-huh. <laughs> he believes it, and he'll make it happen, for sure. <laughs> So, Rodrigo meets La Fiamma. He's obsessed with her because he mentions how he did things that he cannot talk about when he was 13 years old listening to her music. Inappropriate. I, it wasn't appropriate, but I was laughing hysterically. <laughs> I thought it was so funny. She seemed into it. Uh-huh. She was excited about she it. She definitely wants a little Rodrigo. Well, but, but, I mean, but who, who doesn't? Look at him. He's I so mean, I, just kidding. <laughs> 
<laughs> I'm not kidding. Gail Garcia Bernal, you want to hit us a step? <laughs> I already gave my Twitter information, so there it is. No, I have a fat crush on him, but anyways, we won't talk about that anymore. Um, I... I really like the fact that she kind of tested him, though. Or not kind of. She did test him oh with God, the, the pasta, pasta and the oh Parmesan cheese. Uh-huh. So I watch this with my roommate, and she, like, loathes actors. She hates them so much. Cool. She's like, look at your face. She's uh-huh. just like, you can't trust actors, and you can never fall in love with actors. It's so dramatic. Mm. And so as we're watching this scene, she's like, I don't like where this is headed. I don't like it at all. And as soon as she was like, you can't even tell if my pasta's ever cooked. She's like, no, why? And I feel that. But also you want somebody who's able to communicate with you and tell you mm-hmm. the truth at all times. So I feel like I understand where she was coming from. Yeah. No, she passed the test. Especially for a woman that she walks outside and everyone freaks out about just how she That's looks and what's going on. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you have to test people. Especially since it's just the two of them, really. Like, there's no orchestra really present, Mm -hmm. even though they kind of practiced with one earlier. Um, So, and it's a completely new relationship, and it's happening really fast, and she's old, and she she doesn't trust her voice anymore, which is really sad. Oh, I know. So, yes, I understand the test. I think it's a little silly. Sure. Yeah. It's it's a little silly, but, you know, sometimes you gotta do crazy things (laughs) to make sure people aren't crazy. Um... But we see also um, another thing that I noticed is in the past season we had Rodrigo with Ana Maria, who was his love, the violinist <laughs> that he was obsessed with. But she was crazy. She was but insane. Beautiful. But beautiful. And, and she played great seeing, music. She played with she the blood. Did. Come I on. Know. I know. She was great. I liked her, but <laughs> she was crazy. And Alessandra's crazy. <laughs> so I was like, okay, Rodrigo, you clearly, minus Haley, who I don't know how that's happening. But- Haley's a little crazy, too. She's just not mm-hmm. fully in charge of her crazy. I uh, fully believe that, mm-hmm. like, 40, Haley will be just like, just like these Alessandra. Women. Just uh-huh. like, no, this is what the music is. It's happening now. And, <laughs> and see her, like, we'll get to it. But as uh-huh. she got more comfortable in conducting, and hopefully we'll see sooner, like, that that I would girl like to see crazy Haley. Yeah, me too. Uh-huh. Absolutely. Because I was like, "Come on, sister!" Like we see a little bit of character development with her, but I want to just like skyrocket it even more. I like this slow progression because it's only yeah. been like what are we? Maybe two years. I think two. Yeah, like we're like max two years into mm-hmm. this story. So from the time before she started uh, the symphony. To now, like, think of all the, like, the world experiences she's gained, and she's gotten more confident, and she's mm-hmm. not all hung up on one dude anymore, and she, for sure, at the beginning of this, se- uh, yeah, at the beginning of the season, she kind of really asserted herself, like, I am not a secretary anymore. Mm-hmm. She did get roped into being dresser, but she's, she's making her way. I, I think that she's slowly defining herself, and it feels like it's happening at the right tempo for me. Okay. I still want to see it skyrocket, but I totally <laughs> see what you mean. No, I get it, girl. Um, but going, we see that, we see, oh, I almost forgot, Andrew freaking Walsh. Oh, Andrew. Shock and awe. No, no uh, shock no. and zero I was like, awe. I was like, oh, can we just have her join the Europe tour, but we never saw him in this? I I love Dermot Mul- Mulroney, but I hate him. I mean, I'm supposed to hate yeah. him. Yeah. And they did a good job, because I really do hate him He was not, um, he was less fun than he was last season. Like, mm-hmm. at least last season, he was, like, helping Haley explore, and we yeah. were trying new things, and it was, like... He was, like, the fun bad boy, Exactly. You know? uh-huh. And this season, he became arrogant bad boy, and that's not fun for anyone. Nobody wants no, that. No, nobody in his freaking orchestra likes him. <laughs> They're just all scared of him, and all sleep with him, apparently. Yeah, no, literally uh-huh. all. And he is, just doesn't care about the music. And that really mm-hmm. bothers me. 
the whole, like, it's my orchestra. Yeah. And when um, Lafayette meets him and is like, I saw you sawing away at your cello. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Uh-huh. They read him one way and down the other, and I really appreciated it because it, it was time. Do so you think it's to put the last of Andrew, or do you think we'll see him again? I hope it's not the last up. of Andrew, because mm-hmm. as annoying as I find him, I think he's a really good villain. Um, he plays really, like, he's the exact antithesis of Rodrigo, mm-hmm. who's all about the music and, like, really cares for each individual member of his orchestra, uh, to Andrew, who's like, I need to be front and center. Like, Andrew, uh, like Rodrigo, in, at the end of season one, gave up the solo to the first year violinist. Mm-hmm. Even though he plays violin, he probably could play it. He was like, I couldn't do it as well. I feel like we would never get that out of Andrew. And seeing that dichotomy go against each other is a lot of fun. So I hope he comes back. Maybe. In a small, like, one, two episode thing. I don't need a full arc of him again. No, we good. We can introduce a whole (laughs) new villain after that. Yeah, I agree with you completely on that. Um, And then we see, we have to talk about the Haley and Rodrigo. Will they, won't they? Oh, God. That is, we think it's not going to happen again, and then boom. I mean, they're drawn together. What like what are Grandma the Grandma read it in the tea leaves. It's, yeah, it's for me what that was set odds? in stone. I'm like, okay, so by the end of this series, uh-huh. there will be a Haley and Rodrigo together. Whether we see the babies or not, I don't know. But it's been predicted in the tea. It's it's bound to happen now. <laughs> <laughs> bound to happen. Grandma called it. So when Grandma says it. Grandmas know, done. dude. They, they do, see though. It. They do. <laughs> no play. You think you could get by with your grandma on anything? No. She knows if you're lying. She's seen uh, it all. It's like, like Santa Claus. <laughs> he sees you when you're sleeping. Christmas reference. <laughs> Go to sleep, Grandma. It's creepy. <laughs> Don't watch people when they sleep. Oh, my God. So I feel like that's good for episode one. And then we have episode two with the modern piece. Um, Haley and Lafiama. She's kind of Alessandra's really taken a liking to Haley, but there's definitely ulterior motives here. Oh, okay. So let's talk uh-huh. about this. Because yes, for please. me, initially, I was like, oh, I see what's happening here. Mm-hmm. Like, this whole, like, she instantly knew that Haley and Rodrigo had things. Right off the bat. Like, no question. And she was question. so adamant on discovering who this new character was, because they were about to do the modern piece, mm-hmm. the title of the episode, um, and she's like, I don't understand this, like, young girl shooting her husband's lover. The husband, sure, but his wife doesn't make sense to me. Mm -hmm. And I feel like she was trying to put herself in the shoes of the characters that she was playing, and so she set everyone up to fail. Uh, And I kind of liked watching her mastermind that. (laughs) I liked watching her, like, Uh try to seduce Rodrigo and keeping Haley really close and under thumb and making her do a job that it's literally a professional status job mm-hmm. and learn it in the matter of like what two weeks three and weeks? it's Haley so she's gonna be like fumble oh, through it god and... Haley her timing uh-huh. the piece trying to get it just right though was really a cute and effective scene I think mm-hmm. um and even oh my gosh the dress shop oh it was so pretty it was pretty and all the gowns that they designed oh gorgeous if there's one thing about this show is they put so much deep like attention to detail in costuming and setting and everything which I absolutely love um, but I thought the funniest part was when she was like, oh, this will work. Um, it looks very, like, what was the word? Like, um, it looks very desperate. And then you see Haley in the gown that she was originally <laughs> going to wear. And she's in Haley's, like, leather jacket, yes. like, obsessed with this outfit. I was like, oh, my God. Slowly trying to become uh, Haley and literally. American girl. I just... And actually kind of becomes her. The wig that she wears in the performance is literally an exact replica of like what, how Haley wears her hair. And I was like, okay, this is getting a little creepy. But it makes sense. She's an artist. She wants to get into character. How did you feel when they revealed the song and it was going to be counting and new stuff and like synthesized orchestra, but we weren't really getting mm-hmm. like the full version of the song? I was like, this is going to be a disaster. 
pastor. Really? I didn't trust it. Yeah. I was like, I mean, I know Rodrigo has good taste. I should have trusted him. Uh-huh. But as I'm watching, I'm like, this sounds like a hot mess. I don't hear the song coming out completely. What was your initial reaction? I I was excited. Yeah. I mean, I'm a sucker for, like, looped performances. Anytime anyone does them in a concert series or anything, I'm like, oh, my God. It's so creative because I like that you can take it any way that you want and like mm. blend all these two sounds together. And then knowing that Alessandra's voice, it's strong. She just wasn't confident in herself. I was like, I didn't expect. I thought if anything, it was going to be bad with her performance and like the first two original songs that she played. But okay. I thought with the modern piece, she'll definitely blow people away because it's a show. They want right. to showcase it well. That makes sense. Mm-hmm. Do the final thing. Okay. All right. All right. I trust. I trusted Rodrigo. <laughs> Unlike somebody. I did not. (laughs) Um, And then, completely, I mean, not really. They set it up a little bit in season two. Going back to New York, we see Thomas and Gloria. Yeah. (laughs) Friends with benefits. I love Uh their relationship. They're so cute. And I like that it's Gloria who's like, shh, don't Mm -hmm. tell anybody. Yeah, keep it under wraps. But she's also almost always the one instigating the relationship. <laughs> like, it's always uh-huh. Gloria who's like, let's just have a quickie in, like, this okay, room closet. The closet. Uh-huh. Exactly. Um, and I, I just find it really sweet that he's like, yeah, we can go your tempo. Like, I don't mm-hmm. even care. I'm old now. I'm getting settled. I, I like Thomas you. a lot. I wasn't expecting to just obviously being introduced in the yeah. first season. But over time, he's one of my favorite characters. He's such, like, he's like the grandfather of the orchestra now. Uh-huh. Like, he kind of hangs around and, like, everybody respects and loves him and now he's teaching Haley, and I really like that oh, storyline. I love that storyline so uh-huh. much. Like it gives him purpose and something to do. But Thomas is now also like doing his own thing. EDM, like, shoot, I know. Damn, Thomas! Like who <laughs> knew? Like this renaissance of an artist, and uh-huh. I think that's really fun because then I think we don't get to see like people past like fifty like discovering new things a mm-hmm. lot, especially in TV. And so it's really fun to watch him this season. Mm-hmm. I mean, people grow; they change their interests. Yeah, they absolutely. see something new, and I love that he jumped into the mosh pit and totally fell down immediately <laughs> how precious but Gloria was there to like cheer him on yeah. and everything which was nice number one in Korea <laughs> oh my god so silly <laughs> oh we should have played that song for our intro <laughs> if they had it available I don't even yeah, know if there's a soundtrack oh my god it's he, so a yeehaw funny. he's like it they know yeehaw. the words uh-huh. oh Jesus oh my goodness and his EDM adventures take him to Venice where we see in the next episode Gloria and Thomas run into Rodrigo Yes. While he's out there doing his thing. But before we jump into the third episode, we got to go back to New York for a second. Mm-hmm. The New York Symphony is protesting. They, they are. not letting go. I love that they set it up. Like, we're introduced to Cynthia and everyone again, but they're, like, in this little room, like, prepping. Like, I thought it was going to be, like, some crazy heist or something to, like, <laughs> the extreme that they were, like, okay, are you ready? Like, are you set? And then we just see them outside of the bubble, like, new bubble performance at the hall just protesting, like normal people. I love these whole scenes, like first of all, the reveal of what's taken over the symphony hall and the Mm -hmm. fact that it's a bubble performance. And I like that for me, immediately I was like, oh no, how dare you defile the sanctity of a theater with bubbles. Mm -hmm. Cruel. But the show like takes it really seriously and they really kind of respect the performers and the art of it, which Mm -hmm. I was surprised by. Again, I don't know why they kind of respect all art in the show. Um, even bubble art. Yeah, even the bubble art. Mm-hmm. Um, but then see the protests outside where they're just kind of going crazy. And poor Gloria, who has this interview, and she's like, maybe you want to wait inside. Uh-huh. And the interview's like, nope, I'm good here. Um, it's good to see that they're still a family, but also so many have disappeared. Oh, my God. So many have had to go Everyone away and find new jobs. gone. I know. Mm-hmm. So it, it 
It's stress. It was this part was very stressful for me because mm-hmm. I was worried about the orchestra. I wanted them to live, and we go come back. Did home. you think like for a split second maybe that it wasn't going to continue and we're going to no, just see them in because a it's the New York Symphony different? Orchestra uh-huh. and that never goes anywhere. Like no strike is going to kill the New York Symphony or someone somewhere will get enough money slash players to bring it back together. Mm-hmm. Uh, I did worry about the individual players and whether they were going to be able to all come back. Um, but I, I, th- I had a deep sense that they were going to get it together eventually. Mm-hmm. And I like the fact, I don't remember what episode it was in, but they all now played for the preschool. <laughs> or not the preschool, a- it was like a teen, like a middle school, I think. They went right? to, uh-huh. uh, uh, um, okay, hold on. What is her name? The cellist. Cynthia? Cynthia. Yeah. So it's Cynthia's ex-band member is now a teacher. Mm-hmm. For, and for, I, yeah, I think it was like grade school kids, maybe middle school. Yeah, I was like, and they so they were going just young. to give a demonstration, uh-huh. and they were like, it just feels good to play again. I'm like, wow, you guys are desperate. Like, it's very nice that they shared their art with the students and the mm-hmm. young kids. That's important. Um, but they were real desperate to when play. When you're a struggling artist, you will take any job available. Any gig. We and then poor Cynthia that. goes uh-huh. to that concert and just destroys her hand. Oh, oh my God. Oh, my God. But I... We see Lars in there, and I thought we were going to see more of him. Because of his arc last season? Yeah, like, I thought maybe, like, we're going to see a little bit more. Like, they're going to continue, maybe a little something-something. No, I get the feeling Cynthia... he just drops off the face of the earth. Uh Like, it wouldn't surprise me if they picked it up next season, especially now with Cynthia Thomas completely done. Mm -hmm. Um, But Cynthia made it pretty clear last season that she didn't really want to do anything more. That this was, like, a drunken moment, and Mm -hmm. it was fun, and... Because we see a little, yeah. where they like almost kind of embrace, and yeah. then was it Bob comes in? Oh, Bob! Bob, he got that <laughs> secret crush. Poor Bob. Bob's really trying. Uh-huh. Um, yeah, so I would I'd be surprised if they got back together, just because Cynthia seems to need uh, a more confident, successful person. Which we <laughs> meet Kevin. So, oh, hey. uh-huh. but also, isn't he married? But it's Cynthia. I don't know. Lars or no? Kevin's not married. Who? The basketball player. Oh no, you're right. Kevin's uh-huh. good. Kevin's good. Never mind. Kevin's like the only like sensible, somewhat relationship. Well, who we yes. see later on? I'm kind of jumping you around, but we do see Kevin later on in the episodes where she meets him at the orthopedic center. So cute. Um, those two. But coming, coming back to yes. Venice because I got a little sidetracked. What's um, happening? So good. We're enjoying the conversation. <laughs> um, episode three. Uh, my heart opens to a voice. We see a little bit more of the fire in La Fiamma, where Rodrigo is dealing with the orchestra and is conducting her, and she says, don't speak to me like that or I'll kill you. And I was like, get it, girl. That's where she is. Uh Now I see it. Yeah, now that she has to actually start performing and the nerves are getting to her, Mm -hmm. that fiery spirit definitely is But I I like it. Oh, no. Uh It's what made her interesting. I was also excited. And it meant, for me anyway, watching her as an artist, I was like, oh. She's getting in the zone. She's mm-hmm. preparing to just let go and roar. And I was really looking forward to it because I knew this concert was going to be something amazing. The minute she was like, you have to let me out of my cage. I cannot perform in there. And then he was like, <laughs> I got uh-huh. it. Construction site. Barge. Done. And I was like, oh, my Lord. I cannot wait to see this. Only Rodrigo could pull off an outdoor performance. I like how like many that. boats they had to see. And he was like... He was like, that's not a barge, that's a raft. Raft, that's what I meant the whole time. We got it, good. <laughs> this guy's like, I've been killing myself trying to find the right thing for you. Damn it, Rodrigo. Oh, poor Beppy again. <laughs> poor guy, thrown around. Um, and in season three, we see that Haley, we finally learn that she wants to conduct. 
Yes. Mm-hmm. I was really excited I for this ex- moment. Super excited. I was like, okay, this is going to set up for if season four is picked up. We get to see more of Haley and the fact that there's not a lot of female conductors. So I like that yes. they're breaking down that barrier well, and showing her in that strength. I mean, we see her struggle, but I feel like that's the pool of just like men. Oh, yeah, like no. Like an over-men-saturated industry. Well, and it, uh-huh. it helps because Haley is very opinionated about how music should be and what she's hearing and mm-hmm. stuff. And so it's great to see, like, as much as she loves Oboe, as much as we've seen her advance in her craft there, that she, what she's really excited about is putting the whole thing together. Everyone loves her. She's good at bringing a group together. She knows a ton of people. Like, it seems like the perfect atmosphere for Haley, and I'm excited to see what she does with that next. Mm-hmm. Me too. Me too. Hey, I mean, I think she could honestly maybe not take over the symphony because that's Rodrigo's thing, mm-hmm. but I could see her maybe leaving to do her own. I mean, there's a whole new orchestra now, and I know Rodrigo wanted you to be a part of it, and you were like, no, but I strongly feel like maybe that would be a good place for you to start. I'm just saying, uh, like, it might be a really uh-huh. good place for you to do the things. She, Haley? Does, she does need to separate professionally from him, I but know, we'll I kinda, talk more yeah, in a second. Yeah, uh-huh. we'll get there. We'll get there. We're jumping around. <laughs> we're really excited about this. Um... <laughs> So we, Roger, I have neglected wonderful Rodrigo in this. Um, he asked, "How could he asked Alessandra, how could you leave the thing you love the most?" Yeah, and I feel like that was more of him, kind of seeking advice while asking her. Yeah, that, not really being as the nurturing person that he usually is. Yeah, mm-hmm. he's definitely looking for information about what you should do about Mexico and um, Mr. Rivera, and he's he's confused. So, you know, he to me it looked like validation almost mm-hmm. more than advice because he left the thing he loved, and yeah. it's almost accusatory to her of, like, how could you do it? Also, how could I do it? Why did I do it? I but don't he understand. He ran. Uh-huh. He she was, I feel like she was more of, like, a steady because we – she tells him how, mm-hmm. oh, I got older and I, you know, realized that maybe I don't have that, like, relevance yeah. anymore. Whereas he was like, it's not working out. Peace. We see him in Venice. But I feel like he left uh-huh. Rivera originally because it was never felt like his home. You know, mm-hmm. like, New York is a city that is is very multicultural and where he can be the weirdest one in the room and yet still it's not that He's not like, that weird. he's uh-huh. an artistic genius. Let him go. Um, and I think that he needs that kind of diversity in his life. He needs that quick change. He needs to be able to leave at the drop of a hat, which the New York Symphony Orchestra would allow him to do. Mm-hmm. Um, whereas if, you know, he's taking over Maestro Rivera, there's, you know, you get to take care of the kids, you know, it's home. So he doesn't have that unique, like, I made myself big here. It's, mm-hmm. it's where you grew oh, up. I like that. I didn't. I didn't even venture. My brain didn't even go yeah. that far. I like it a lot. And so uh-huh. I feel like he he like leaving the New York Symphony Orchestra was hard. Was was easy for him because he was like, look, this is falling apart. And you guys, the red tape, the red <laughs> tape is keeping him from doing the one thing he wants to. Uh-huh. That's all he wants to do is conduct. But he'd do it in New York before he went anywhere else. Yeah, I mean, we could. see a lot of characters holding on to like the person they've created. Like even Gloria when she goes back home with yeah. Thomas. And she, they start talking about her past, and you see this whole like insecure side of her that you don't really see at all her in any past seasons. Her parents were shocking. We'll get there, mm-hmm. but oh my, I was like, these are your parents, Gloria. Who knew? No, I expected her to like roll up to like some yes. estate or something. Uh huh. No, how I was expecting getting? like a bitchy sister and like very prissy, proper kind of parents. Uh-huh. I was shocked. No, she was. Yeah, but again, I'm jumping around. <laughs> um, so she tells him that and then we also see finally 
that sexual tension between Rodrigo and Alessandra. They yeah. finally sleep together, even though Beppe told him. Never sleep with not, her. No, what is it? No, no fornicato or something <laughs> like that? No fornicato. Um, uh-huh. Oh my gosh, so funny. Uh, who even uses that word? Why? Why? Only um, Beppe. Uh-huh. Yeah. One, very cool to see age-appropriate lovers on TV. I was really excited about it. I was like, yay. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, also, Rodrigo. You know, like, what? this is a man who does not think. He doesn't think like, at all. And I'm a, it's all just in the moment, whatever happens. I'm a big proponent of following your gut, but, like, moderation, bro. You don't have to. I know little mm-hmm. Mozart is there telling you, like, I also have a thing for the singers. Like, <laughs> I know exactly what you're going through, but mm-hmm. get it together. You have to sleep with everybody. He literally, I think, would... He would be like the Andrew Walsh that everyone loves, where he's like every member of his orchestra just no, totally. getting it on. Uh-huh. And also he doesn't, well, no, he kind of does. Andrew does it more consciously, where it's more of a power thing. It's I feel like Rodrigo is more like, I do love them in the moment, and uh-huh. then I'm on to the next thing. Which I don't even know what's happening. He says in the next one. Oh, but I like that we kind of see, that even though they finally have that moment together, where she says, you're being too tentative. Mm. And I feel like that's kind of a pull or not a throw to Haley. Like, oh, okay, yeah. are you thinking about somebody else, homie? Like, what's going on? <laughs> I didn't even pick that uh-huh. up, but I think you're totally right. Definitely and again, a power thing for Alessandra. She's just setting it up. Mm-hmm. She for Rodrigo. seeds of doubt. Make, like, demanding that he tell her that she, he loves her. Uh-huh. When it's clear that it's, like, he's not there, girl. Mm-mm. Like, it's not It's happening. all infatuation. And, uh-huh. and you're forcing him. She really, really, like, orchestrated She's this smart. emotional state. Yeah. And I wonder how much was conscious and how much was subconscious of her, like, Probably like organizing these things. 70% conscious. <laughs> she just does seem vindictive. Uh-huh. Oh, man. This is very beautiful, manipulative woman. It's but still, great. but not in, like, a negative way. They yeah. did it in still, like, a strong, powerful way where at no point were you like, oh, I hate the way they're portraying women or I hate that she's seen as... Oh, no, like, because she seemed smart uh-huh. and she also... Also, Rodrigo didn't have to. Like, there are so many times when Rodrigo could be like, no, I don't want this or no, I'm not in love with you mm-hmm. or no, Haley. Like, at any point in time, Rodrigo could stop he the madness, but doesn't. he just feeds into it mm-hmm. and they then they feed off each other and chaos ensues. Beautiful, amazing chaos Amazing turns chaos. into a great performance. Exactly. But, oh that I goodness. love to watch. You love to watch. It was but, great. Oh, God. And then before, we have one more episode before we finally see the beautiful performance yes. that everyone's been anticipating. And we see that, as you mentioned, Rodrigo admits to Alessandra that he loves her because they wake up in the morning and she's gone. She's fled. He goes to search for her. They exchange their I love yous. But then, um, oh, I'm jumping around. At the convent the where next. she was yeah, born, she's too. she's back to the convent, which I felt was Nuns. another If Haley becomes a nun in a future season, I will just Anna die. With Maria, who becomes a nun, I was oh like, okay, God. Rodrigo, like... Ruins these women, and then they become nuns because they just can't take it anymore. That's the scene. Except with her, it was opposite, but she'll probably become a nun again after this. I mean, spirituality and music, and I hate to see what he's seeing, but dude. I just It's hard for you to ever feel bad for Rodrigo because I'm like, son, you did it to yourself. Like, mm-hmm. again, every time. You don't, you don't have I to. I love him, but maybe like some therapy. What a beautiful mess. What a beautiful mess. <laughs> 
Good thing it is all fictional because yes. this guy is crazy. Um, but Alessandra's gone. Um, I love that, as you said before, like Beppy believes anything. He believes that she can't sing after making love. <laughs> she loses her voice. <laughs> Beppy, how do human beings work? Do you know anything about anatomy? Like, no. sir, get it together. Oh, my God. I told him that to get out of the performance once. So I was like, and then the fact that Rodrigo was proud of her. He's like, oh, that's really smart. It's not smart. It's just one dumb brother. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. No. <laughs> Poor like, Buffy. she should not do that. Uh, when Gloria and Thomas, finally, they were, we are prepped that they're going to Venice, but yes. we don't know when. They're in Venice, and Gloria, she ain't wearing her heels, because she's chasing Rodrigo oh, and getting him goodness. to come back to New York. That scene was hilarious. I loved it. The whole, like, conversation between Beppy and then Thomas and then Gloria getting on uh, a gondola and doing, like, a taxi cab chase that we typically <laughs> see. Like, follow that taxi. Uh-huh. She was like, follow that gondola. And it was such a slow, very loud, yelly chase. Uh-huh. It, and then the guy was singing, and I'm like, oh, my good, You guys are all wrecks. Like, uh, God bless artists. You, you guys are wonderful. Mm-hmm. Um, I forget. What is it that she says that gets uh, Rodrigo to change his mind? Or to slow down? To or Gloria? does she in that I moment? Don't think she, no, she doesn't. Forget how the scene ends. He just takes off. And then we yes. see him show up at Alessandra's estate. Yes, uh-huh. yes, yes, because he has to go. So okay, we never yeah, yeah, know yeah. where Gloria, Gloria probably just enjoyed the gondola. Right? Just because probably went back to find Beppy and Thomas uh-huh. like, Her in and love Thomas a little bit. Her and Thomas had the gondola ride. It was all great. And Haley, because of this entire chase, oh, Rodrigo boy. can't conduct the orchestra. So Haley takes over. She's told to, what is it, play like a... French person saying they're yes. from Spain or something. Yeah, like I don't remember the exact. A lot though. of very vague uh, directions. Like it for makes poor sense Haley. in Rodrigo's head when he was yelling these directions at her, but Haley has no idea. And again, I like that we see the struggle of her becoming a female conductor, yeah. and nobody's taking her seriously at all. Well, and I like what I like. You said it's twofold. Mm-hmm. It's like. You definitely see, like, uh, imposter syndrome, which was also fair because Haley has had zero training. Like, mm-hmm. Rodrigo, again, just going with the gut and not thinking about the situation he's putting poor Haley in. Like, girl has, like, zero training. Like, you did some fancy hand movements on a balcony with her. Mm-hmm. She doesn't know, like, how to, you know, command a band yet. Um, and to, it was what was great, I thought, was, like, to see where she started, like, losing them. Like, yeah. when she's like well, no, I think, and then the giggle, like Thomas mentions later, mm-hmm. um, and all that self-doubt, it definitely, like, you can't lead that way. Yeah. Um, so it's, it's lead with confidence. Exactly. she doesn't have right now because she's hasn't had any experience, just yeah. like you said. So it, it felt honest, and I really mm-hmm. appreciated that moment. It didn't feel like, I'm a girl and I don't know what to do. It was somebody who just wasn't confident enough to take control of this, like, master orchestra in Venice. <laughs> like, it was, like, like a, very well, like, well-performed musicians. Right, and I'm uh-huh. sure from all over the world, I'm sure multiple auditions, and she hasn't even secured her own spot in an orchestra yet. Like, yeah. too soon. Too soon, Rodrigo. Mm-hmm. You threw her to the sharks. But luckily, Thomas kind of saves it. He does save the day. I wish she'd followed Thomas's advice. Like, I get why she didn't, and uh-huh. I'm totally fine with that decision. Um, but I think it would have been nice to see her go right back in and try again, even if it was require Thomas to look over her shoulder and yeah. give angry growls to people. Um, <laughs> but also, they did a nice juxtaposition of having Thomas go up there next and just instantly, like, let's go, don't ruin my favorite song. We've yeah. got things to do today. Uh, so I really appreciated this scene. I think it was very nuanced. I mean, if Haley would have conducted, who knows how Alessandra's performance would have gone. <laughs> oh, my. Who would have been her dresser? It would have been very dramatic. No, and Thomas. <laughs> Thomas would have been the dresser. That's how that would have worked out. <laughs> 
I would oh love to see God. that as well. That'd be funny. But going now, finally, um, episode five. Now oh, wait, I no, no, we have one more thing. We have one more. Um, um, the uh, orchestra takes <gasps> New the York. Yes. I forgot. I was stuck in Venice, everyone. Yeah. Back to New York. Uh-huh. Danny Glover as uh, mayor of New York, which oh is so amazing and beautifully mm-hmm. charming. And I love, uh, I had a teacher who did a similar project with us. Really? Yeah, where uh, he takes the orchestra to the garden, uh, the orchestra and mm-hmm. the committee. And they're like, he's like, look, y'all are going to plant some things. You're going to solve your issues. And my wife and I have tickets, uh-huh. so don't screw things up. we got to get back together. Um, uh-huh. That was really cute. I had a teacher who did the same thing, but instead we did, like, handprints, and we made, like, a forest of trees. And she was like, look at you all together, individual trees, together forest kind of. Oh, that's cute. Like, stuff. It was very effective. <laughs> I can't even lie. Uh-huh. Like, it's a 13-year-old me. I was like, oh, I see. I see what we're going for. Like, this is very deep. we're all together. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. Um, uh-huh. It was kind of cool to see, like, with adults when they're kind of forced into uh, makeup situations. And uh, it's just not happening for Gloria and Cynthia. They're Mm-mm. kind of trying. <laughs> they have they have that they have that similarity, unfortunately, with Thomas. Yeah, where they have that thing in common that's just not. I think honestly, like that's what's causing interesting the rift between them. You know, I I thought it was because. Like, I see that, definitely. Uh-huh. I always read it, but uh, I guess what I appreciate about the show is I always read it as coming more from very different sides of the orchestra. Like, okay. you are money, I am music, mm-hmm. and we are just not going to get along. But I do, when she said it's so personal, and a couple episodes later when they get locked in the yeah. church, uh, she's like, you know, this is way more personal. I was like, oh! But we see it, because uh, in season two, they came to a conclusion before, I think her name was Nina, was yeah. the lawyer. She kind of messed everything up. So I feel like there was there was the ability, but even now there's still that like competitiveness yeah. of like, well, I was with him first, and yeah, that kind of drives into it. Mess. Um, but yeah, I mean, it is confirmed later on. We see from Cynthia. So thanks. I almost forgot about yeah. the garden part. I like that he mentioned the. Um, well, this was solved here yes. with these flowers, the and that strike. was solved. Uh-huh. So great. <laughs> I like that there's now a garden in New York of just, like... Just all these resolved conflicts. Solutions. A garden of solutions. Uh I love it. Um, So now, episode five, now I will sing. Um, Haley is sent to ask Rodrigo if he really does still love La Fiamma. Yes. And, as should happen... Oh, God. Haley calls Rodrigo out for not... For being flighty and not staying anywhere. And for some reason, in that moment, it's a nice little turn on for him, and they end up kissing. He likes to be called out on his bull. I feel like for Rodrigo, Haley is a nice combination of uh, Mastro Vieira and, uh, uh, like, all of his ladies. Like, she plays with the blood, Mm -hmm. she's passionate, um, but she's grounded. Unlike most of the ladies he dated. <laughs> but she's also not afraid of him. And she doesn't have a fear. But she'll call him a little bit when he needs it. Mm-hmm. And oh my god, just get together already. You guys are so stinking cute. I can't even stand it. They are cute. Um, but yeah. Yeah, they kiss. And then poor Lafayette comes oh. in. And it is just too perfectly timed. Mm-mm. I was like, oh, here we go. And Haley's like, oh shit. And like turns around. And oh, I was like, here we go. But you know what? It made for an amazing performance. It so, sure did. It sure did. Dear God, the tension that you can feel from the minute she walks out. <laughs> I was so concerned uh-huh. for Haley's life the entire time. Like, I'm like, you're so close to her. You should She's be far just, like, away. Poison her, kill her. Oh my gosh. Did you? Okay, so we see in. You guys have watched it, so you know. We see that she takes a gun and puts it like in her back oh, pocket Jesus. and Haley's like this is that's that's a prop gun right that's like it's not real I love the fact that she doesn't even tell her yes or no just, just walks, walks out right does her thing out. and poor Haley's like 
someone's about to die, and it's going to be my fault for not double-checking. From the second that show started, mm-hmm. I was, like, totally enthralled. Like, the first song is so, like, very pure and classic opera, mm-hmm. and it's stunning. And then she cuts off his, like, little dread tassel thingies, <laughs> and, like, the whole audience is like, oh, no! Uh-huh. And you're like, oh, God, that's a real knife! And she's, like, after she had been, like, waving it around his neck and all this other stuff, and I was like, what a great way to bring drama to the scene. Because mm-hmm. it would have been beautiful otherwise. Like, if you just look at, like, the layers of writing, like, they've built up to the concert really nicely. There's all this tension already between uh, La Fiamma and Rodrigo and Haley. Um, plus, there's the whole, like, they're sailing down a barge, and it's a technically difficult show. Uh-huh. Then to add on top of that actual weapons and a mentally unstable singer who we know is uh, famous for pulling like last-minute stunts, uh-huh. I-, I was just like, this is what tension feels like. And it was so well done. Kudos to the writers mm-hmm. in this moment. They know. They do such an amazing job. Where It's been a long time that I've watched a show where mm-hmm. I've actually been on the edge of my seat like I was holding my trying to like bit. fast like trying to fast forward but Amazon Prime doesn't let you like see the little box Netflix says the preview. Whew. Yeah. I I might I may or may not have googled the recap and read that before I went back <laughs> to finish that episode <laughs> cuz I couldn't I can't stand suspense. Oh my gosh, I was I was just so oh uh God. I had to move off the couch and onto the floor, and I was like, okay, <laughs> let's do this. I'm ready, and I rewound the performance immediately. I was like, I want to see it a second time. It's so Just good. one more time. God, such a good, such a good performance. And oh, beautiful. Pools. And her duet with Placido Domingo, which I hope I said that right. Um, but... Oh my god. The so way they're beautiful. just like gaze. They sold it. They gaze into each other's eyes. The way she just... Just Mon- I still can't believe that it's not really Monica Bellucci singing. Yeah. Like, she did such an amazing job at just selling it. You know what I think sold it. me is uh-huh. her breath technique. You could see her really thinking about when to breathe and how to hold these mm-hmm. notes and all of that other stuff, which is a lot of times when you're watching um, people perform as musicians or singers, they're breathing in at the wrong times, or they're, um, oh my god, what I hate the most is when people are playing like a violin or something, and they're like... <laughs> I'll just move the bow back and forth like a crazy person. Uh-huh. I'm like, you just have to listen. And, like, it's pretty easy to convince me because I don't know anything about playing that you're playing. I think uh-huh. A little effort is all I'm asking. She gave it a thousand percent. She was like, no, I've got this. I'm going to sell it. And it worked. No, she did. And it's, um, I think the real the real singer is actually a Grammy-nominated mm. um, Puerto Rican-American singer. Anna, hold on, I have the exact name. I don't want to butcher her name. Um, Ana Maria Martinez. Nice. Who... Girls got a girls got pipes. That's she all I'm gonna say. Pipes. Girls it was got beautiful. pipes, and it was beautiful to hear them. And I even um, a little bit of news thrown in there. Read online that the like the fact that they even had like Monica Bellucci and Placido Domingo join the show yeah. like shows the show's popularity like on a global scale. To the, the fact max. that they could film like four episodes uh-huh. in Venice to yeah. me was what I was like, oh, this show got bank. Like they there are zero f's given anymore, mm-hmm. which is very exciting because like show me Spain next season. Like I, let's do a season in France. Let's so just many options. The world. Exactly. Uh-huh. And well, I like the way that they shot Venice. Like having I've never been there myself. Um, so to see, like, the canals and, like, even when Haley is doing her, like, solo overperformance on the street mm-hmm. and she's got her case out, like, these just immaculate shots of the Riviera and I was like, this is stunning. I just want to see all of it. Like, I want them to go to Tuscany and she's there. Give me all those pretty oranges. Uh, I, I just <laughs> thought it, it's fun to be transported. They even mm-hmm. shoot New York in a very, like, every city they've been to when they went down to Mexico City, like, they, they 
capture the city and it feels you can feel the spirit of it. It's, mm-hmm. really it's nice. not the stereotypical that you expect. It's like the nitty gritty. Yeah, this yeah. This is what you would see if you really traveled here. Location mm-hmm. scouts did their job is what I'm saying. They did great. And <laughs> I mean, with like you were saying, like they got bank and everything. I mean, you have Jason Schwartzman and Roman mm-hmm. Coppola behind something. Yes. It's going to be good, regardless. Oh, and shout out to Patricia Rosima, who's a lady director. She did episodes yes. uh, three and four, My mm-hmm. Heart Opens to Your Voice, and Aventura Romantica. She's got a long history. She did, like, stuff for Yo-Yo Ma and videos like that. What I like about her, she didn't watch a movie until she was 16. Oh, my according God. According to her Wikipedia page, um, which we know can be faulty sometimes. Uh-huh. But um, I was really, it's cool to Let's see people. Let's hope it's true, yeah. Right, yeah. No, it's just really cool to see people who uh, don't have a lot of media experience in making media because they have, their eyes are so trained differently and um, they use a very unique perspective. Mm-hmm. And the way she shot the Riviera scene, those barges, and even... I mean, more attention to detail when you're not just consumed by media 24-7. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And I think you see that a lot. And she focuses a lot on the audience's faces to give you reactions as to how they're feeling about the music instead of, you know, doing, like, a lot of vocal cues or um, just applause breaks. It's, like, mm-hmm. in between as they're watching the performance. And you get to feel like you're part of it. And it's yeah. very lovely. We were the New York Symphony watching from via pay-per-view. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Uh, which I like that they all tuned in to support Rodrigo yes. and all watching him. And, you know, we see Lizzie again. And she's Lizzie dressed as her back. favorite Czech composer, which is very Lizzie. I have a huge crush on Lizzie. Out. I can't even deny, like, her whacked out uh-huh. sense of, like, I'll just do whatever. It's just so alluring. I really like her as a she's, character. She's like Haley's pre-Rodrigo before she met Rodrigo. Yes, like, uh-huh. exactly. She's very drawn to these characters that just need someone to be grounded around them. Definitely. Mm-hmm, which I like. Haley and Rodrigo. Perfect friends to have around. <laughs> um, so, as we mentioned, beautiful performances from Alessandra. But we find out that Maestro Rivera has died. No. I know. That was a really sad moment. Um, especially I, the way he mm-hmm. learned, like... Just step off the barge, learn about it, have to go into this party. Poor Lafiema is pissed. Oh, she don't want to see him ever, ever again. again. She, oh, she will, will kill, kill you. Him. And She's I believe that. Uh-huh. And there's no ounce of like, maybe, maybe not. And she was pretty confident she's going to kill you if she sees you again. No, so. I mean, you saw her with a gun at the estate. She's pretty good. Definitely make sure you uh, check her tour schedule before you leave the country, Rodrigo. <laughs> if she's coming to New York, maybe that's a good time to go visit Abuela. Like... Get the Seriously. hell out of there. Oh my <laughs> she god. She was not playing. So I, oh my gosh, how devastating. Um, mm-hmm. It's just because it wasn't there and all the bad juju and the curse. That damn curse. Oh god, that curse. I feel that that's another season, but that curse was insane. Yeah. I felt, uh, it's when the bird falls and <laughs> he leaves the convent. Anyways, that's a past season. Um, but I thought we could have held on to it just a little bit longer. Where his I, I, Riviera pain? Like, like the yeah, Rivera his Rivera pain. pain because... It was very, like, he died, I'm sad, perform, and then we don't really see it again for that episode. I would have liked to have seen a funeral, as I feel like that would be appropriate. appropriate. Mm-hmm. Or maybe it would be nice if he goes back, like, for Dia de los Muertos and, like, helps, like, decorate his grave. Or maybe, like, a charity con- Like, I do need more closure mm-hmm. on that. Like, yeah. I get- we saw, like, many flashbacks, but that was, like, yeah. a, the bad thing that happened between yeah, them. Yeah, exactly. Uh-huh. And especially considering the episode that follows where he does the lock-in at the church and he's, like, home, family, and you get all of that. I do feel like we needed a little closure. Mm-hmm. Maybe season four. He'll Hopefully. go back to Mexico for an episode. Yeah. And get a little bit of that. Um, and we see, I just, the only other thing I have for New York going back there again was just Bob and Cynthia again. Just a little little hint of Bob's oh, crush again. We my get goodness. bits and pieces of it. Which, On the couch, you're staring at me. Uh-huh. No, I'm not. 
Madam, I can see you. I, can, I really want them to have a heart-to-heart just about it. Just as like, hey, Bob. I'm just so friends. not there for the relationship, uh-huh. which is funny if people follow me on other shows because I ship everything. I'm always like, yes, love, please. But uh-huh. these two, I, I really liked their one and done. Like, I needed you as a friend, and we did that, and mm-hmm. now we're, we're good. We don't need to revisit that ever again. And I want Cynthia to be... With, like, a genius or oh, yeah. someone super, like, no, on top of the No, I don't want the them world. together. I just want them to have, like, one final, like, <laughs> A. Like, this isn't going to happen, okay? Um, just, I think it'd be cute. I but episode six, we're finally back in New York. Yeah, And we do, this episode, we do see more of, we see Rodrigo's sadness, but again, we don't see the closure um, that he needs. And we're introduced to Betty again. She's back. I'm, the bitch is back. Excuse She's my language. Back. No, it's how same. she would describe uh-huh. herself. And I love Betty. You rarely get to see Betty on TV. Like, Betty is, like, mm-hmm. mostly concerned about her professionalism. Betty is crass and does not care. Betty don't got kids, not worried about it. <laughs> Betty's got, like, boy toys sleeping. Like, Betty uh-huh. is everything to me. Seriously. She's, like, the woman that most... Like working women aspire to be. Yes, uh-huh. no, absolutely. Um, and then for them to be like, okay, we got to send someone really hard. <laughs> and for Bob's like me, I, I can got go. it. She's like, no, no not you. <laughs> Sit down. You, you are not vicious. Uh-huh. Betty and Gloria face off. I was like, this is great. This mm-hmm. is exactly what I've been waiting for. And, and they're like, wonderful. let's go find. Let's go find some alcohol first. I love that they're kind of tipsy while planning yes. the entire thing. Well, and they keep it friendly. Mm-hmm. Like, it would have been very easy. Again, kudos to the writing team. It could have been super easy to go, like, bitchy women, like, fighting over it and, like, duking it out or, like, falling over sloppy drunk. But no, they were, like, mm-hmm. adults who like each other who were like, look, we both love this thing. We're just coming at it from different angles. Let's try to find a solution. Yeah. Um, and then, of course, Betty makes that ultimate sacrifice and I'm just like, mm-hmm. oh my god! Mm-hmm. I can't believe Betty, like, volunteered to put the stuff down in order to save the orchestra. Like, it's, a, it's an act that uh, it's indicative of her character, but it's not something I would have ever expected from her. Yeah. And I thought that was a really strong choice. But, I mean, it leads to a nice little chair open for it another does. audition. It does. <laughs> it just, it all works out, but unfortunately we Without lose someone we love. Want. I know. Damn it. Okay, yeah. pull it together. <laughs> pull it in, pull it in. Um, but, you know, we did see a lot of Betty's strength in the last two seasons. Yes. So, I think it, it's a nice close. Well, and she's moving up within Uh the company. Yeah. So while she may not be playing, you know, there's always guest spots Mm -hmm. and I'm I'm really hoping they keep this actress around because my god, she's stunning. She's so good. Um, Yeah, so I I think we'll see Betty in administrative positions and Mm -hmm. I think we're going to get a whole new kind of bitchy Betty and I'm really looking forward to it. (laughs) Maybe she'll keep Gloria in her place, like, from going off. Yes, please. That'd be great to continue to see that character Yes, I'd also like to see them continue to drink together because that was great. (laughs) If you ever need a drinking friend, Gloria and Betty are your ladies. Please. Um, and I love the fact that they're, um, Rodrigo's the godfather to <laughs> Virgil and Kristoff's so baby. Precious. Like, of everybody. I well, like it. Well, and then his giant angry stunt of, like, uh-huh. pull the baby apart. And I was like, Rodrigo, Virgil's mad nobody saw this coming. I'm mm-hmm. like, he's going to Samson them. Like, is that right? I think it's King Samson. Uh-huh. Who's like... I'll cut the baby in half. And the one mother is like, she can just have the baby. Please don't kill it. I love it. And he's like, you get to keep the baby. Oh, my God. Pathetic other mother who was going to take half a dead baby home. What is wrong with you? Like, no. Um, uh-huh. And so, like, I loved the whole staging of that. And be like, you guys are pulling it apart. How can you? Um, and then, of course, just locking them in is such a genius idea. Just You're like, locked out, so we're going to lock you in. Even convinced uh-huh. Grandma of, like, no, we can't have the baby christened and all of this, all this drama. Mm-hmm. We've got to be together as a family. You're too separated. Um, 
I, I really like that moment. I also like how nobody likes this idea. Oh, I know. Everyone's like, and my time is wasted. <laughs> Just read uh-huh. cell phones. But, I mean, it opened up. I, we see... We saw a little bit of Pavel, which we saw a lot of in the past seasons, and now we see glimpses of him. Yes. I like that he randomly starts polka dancing. I like that Thomas is jealous of Pavel still, uh-huh. and you're like, Thomas, it's Pavel, calm down. Like, it was just like Gloria's little, like, hey, side, side piece. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Exactly, exactly. And then, but the cool thing that we do get out of this church thing, besides Betty and Gloria, is Thomas and Haley. Yeah, and we see that mentorship. We saw it kind of a hint of it yeah. in Venice, and we see it fully blossom. Now she actually uh-huh. has the, like the nerve to ask for help, which yeah. is a big step for Haley. Um, and also uh, how they work together as a team is I wasn't mm-hmm. quite sure how that was going to work. Um, but to see that he gets lean on her, but she gets to be a little snappy back. Like, yeah. never would have happened in Thomas's old conductor days. Mm-mm. Like, it's nice to see that he's evolved into a person who can take a joke, which is good, yeah. and also that he can be the fun kind of mentor. Oh, he's. I would love for him to mentor me if I, I ever totally pursued like music. Hang out with yeah, and he brings he brings that like nice sassy side out of Haley, which yes. Rodrigo doesn't bring out. Like no, Rodrigo brings it out maybe when she gets pissed at him, but yes. not like in training her and helping her out. So I like. I like that we didn't have to depend on Rodrigo to mentor Haley the entire time. I don't think he's a good mentor. He's a Mm -hmm. love interest, and it's really hard to learn and take seriously things when you're constantly getting kissed by the person who's supposed to be guiding you. Like, fix this way. Let's make out for a second. Yes, (laughs) that's not a good environment in which to learn. Uh, uh, not at all. Um, so we saw that, and we see that again. Lizzie is turning her. She's getting a dive bar. She bought a dive bar with her uncle's oh, money. Lizzie. With the last of her uncle's uh-huh. money. She was like, did you invest some of it? <laughs> Free money comes along so rarely. Uh-huh. I know she's a wealthy, like, Upper East Sider in New York, but, like, banks, investments, stocks, I don't know. I hope she diversified her accounts. Hopefully. That's all I mean, it's Lizzie, so maybe not. She yeah. kind of just does things. But I like that it's a 1930s Czech speakeasy. This is such a niche market. How long is this? This feels like a 10-year uh-uh. fad. I mean, it's in Brooklyn, so it could last a while, maybe. I give that bar seven years before the novelty wears oh, off. I was going to say, like, two. <laughs> you know, I was like, maybe, like, two years. That's, like, nice, right? You're like, no, seven. Like, like seven. Max seven uh-huh. years. We were like, I don't even know why we started going here. Um, it was a great opening night for her. It but was. Wow. No, it was gorgeous. Um, in such a weird quirky way and then episode eight we have circles within circles and as we talked about earlier thomas met the parents gloria feels a little bit more insecure because they're talking about her chubby days and she's she's very vulnerable with thomas i mean she lets him into her yeah into her home to meet her parents which as they say she never brings a boyfriend home home. Yeah. yeah poor poor gloria this situation of constantly being poked at and made fun of mm-hmm. is very foreign and uncomfortable territory for me. Uh, and so I can't even imagine bringing someone, like a guy you like, into mm-hmm. that environment where you just know it's going to be terrible. Like the whole time she's like, nope, I'm not going to like a second of this, but we gotta, <laughs> we got to rip the Band-Aid off. Uh-huh. Um, so good for you, Gloria, for being brave and just trying some stuff. Um, and shame on you, Thomas. Like, you, why don't you see her? Men are stupid. That's you know, what would be kind of a cool spinoff is just like seeing Gloria's progression to where she is now. I would definitely watch a show like uh-huh. the Carrie Diaries version of yeah. Gloria coming to be who she is now because what a transformation. Mm-hmm. Her parents are so. Hey, Amazon, y'all want to you wanna get on that? We'll write for you. We're uh-huh. pretty great. Uh, <laughs> I, I just, uh, I. I like also that where her parents come from feel really genuine. Like, mm-hmm. that uh, very suburban, very, like, uh, 
way older couple. Even and they have such a great sense of humor, which I find yeah. old people who've been married for a long time have great humor. And just like so what about grandkids? And Thomas like uh, like I could be a grandfather. <laughs> uh-huh. What are you talking about? Um, I like that. I like, like all oh, those moments just, a lot. We were gonna pull his leg. Like <laughs> it's very precious, and even like even the fact that she gets mad is cute. And she's like, like it's not a real fight, but she's still like bothered by it. Yeah. But I like that Thomas was joking around with her parents. Like if I brought someone home, I want my them to get along with yeah, my family. Yeah, of course. You know? Of mm-hmm. course. Yeah, no, this to me was like, oh, they're in this for real. Mm-hmm. This was a moment when I was like, okay, this is not a fling. It's not yeah. random. Like, they're serious, and I'm glad because mm-hmm. they both deserve, like, some steady love. Exactly. And I mean, even though I don't think this is the reason they do it, but I like that it wasn't the typical traditional, like, oh, we're in love, so now we're going to start planning to get married later on oh, yeah. in the season. It's just like, we're in love, we enjoy each other's company, and that that's it. We don't need to be yeah. married. We're, uh-huh. like, older, we're not going to start a new family, we know we're together and we trust each other. Uh, so, you know, the the whole ceremony is, is mm-hmm. not necessary. I hope they have a party, though. I'm really big on people who are like, you know, we're having like, a celebration celebra- of our love. Yeah. Uh, I, and I think Gloria wears great dresses, and I want to know what dress oh, she wears to that party. Oh, her dresses are beautiful They're every so time. I'm like, dang. Write down, like, somebody please who is, like, <laughs> who designed them. Because, I I mean, I won't be able to afford them. But I well, maybe you could just get her extras off yeah, of set. Yeah, seriously. I'll just, just <laughs> go to, like, one of those... TV set, like, thrift store things. Yeah. Um, but we see also, so going from Thomas and Gloria to Haley's, putting together her orchestra, because Homegirl's conducting. Yes. She's going to do this, and she's going to put together one of Thomas's songs, yes. uh, which we don't find out till later. But we find out that Haley has a reputation from leaving the Andrew Walsh ensemble. So I wonder if it's a reputation uh-huh. or just this one bitch. I didn't like this chick from the get-go, first of all. Really? Um, I had oh. really, I was uh-huh. really trepidatious. I was like, it, okay. So there was a number of things I liked about her inviting this violinist. One, uh, for those who are semi-professional and just starting and launching their career like Haley is, that moment of like, oh my God, this person who's like, just a little bit above me is here, mm-hmm. and I've been following them, and I know they're going to be really good one day, and I should get them for my project. Like, this is a, a moment, like, a lot of filmmakers have, and they meet that one actor, that, yeah. that up-and-coming cinematographer, and when you ask and you get a yes, you're like, it can really happen! Like, I'm on my way! And so that moment felt so authentic, but it's also a great cautionary tale of, like, don't hire someone who can outrank you. Yeah. Um, if you cannot control, and then again, Haley learning her craft and learning how to take control of her situation. Mm-hmm. Um, she learned from it pretty quickly, but initially I was like, Haley, no, this girl is better than you are right now, and she can pull the entire orchestra her way if she that's how she feels. Mm-hmm. And I had, my gut was like, this is not oh. going to end well. Wonderfully played. Mm-hmm. Such a good actress. Like, oh, I really yeah. liked the character the whole time. I was like, Haley, this doesn't end well for you. Get out of there. You definitely for it, like, saw a lot further than I did in that. I was like, yes, Haley's making it. Like, I was on the that ladies. Side. I was hoping it would be uh-huh. an all-female orchestra. I was really excited about that That would have been so badass. But uh-huh. it was so cool. It was awesome. Hey, she took over, so that was cool. But I mean, oh, t- I mean, that doesn't happen. Never mind. I'm getting ahead of myself. I was going to go to the next. I was going to start talking about Thomas's involvement, but we'll say that in a second. Um, Rodrigo asks Haley to have a baby with him in this episode. Again, Rodrigo with the gut. You need to check it at the door sometimes. Think about what you're saying. You can't mm-hmm. just ask someone to have your baby. Especially, it's not like you guys are like both 40 and you've been talking about wanting uh-huh. kids and you're not really sure who you're hooking up with and you've been friends for 20 years. And you're like, you know, maybe I'll get Haley is like You really fresh, thought about that scenario. Haley's like a fresh 26. <laughs> I've seen that movie with Jennifer Aniston like three times. Uh, 
Um, but you, you're like you're you're 26 or something. She's very young. Like mm-hmm. she, she's a, a baby, Rodrigo. <sighs> no, no, he just no doesn't think as usual. No wedding ring. Your grandma predicted it, and that already freaked Haley out. Uh-huh. Like, and he, he was running from something. Something happened, and he was like, "I should have a child." And just Rodrigo, mm-hmm. no. Was that after he talked to the security guard or before he talked to his... After. After? Right. Okay. Yeah, and now uh-huh. he's by the kids and he's passing Do you think on. that maybe, because I could see this connection after what goes on in episode 10. When he meets the bank teller. Yeah, but yeah. I don't know if maybe that's what he meant or if it was just like one of Rodrigo's, like he was serious, but it was like he was serious and also not thinking. Again, uh-huh. I believe Rodrigo when he says everything I say in the moment is yeah. true. And then that, once that moment's over, he's like, I don't yeah. even know where I am. What's happening? <laughs> you see it too, right? Uh-huh. Deja vu, um, just 24-7 for him. Exactly. Uh-huh. So I feel like, yes, he does want to have a baby with her. I think that he's... Like, for him, time is not linear. It's cyclical. Mm-hmm. And I really feel like he's been wanting to be in love with her. He wants to have a baby. But then it's the orchestra. And then it's another woman. And then it's a new piece he's discovered. Like, it's just... It's all happening to him at once. Mm-hmm. And he just gets too caught up. Definitely. Oh, Rodrigo, what are we going to do with you? <laughs> Love you. That's what we'll do. Um, so we, and then we have Cynthia, who we talked about. We talked about the storyline a little bit already, but her metacarpal yeah. is all messed up. Poor Cynthia. Um, she goes and plays that show where mm-hmm. she's rocking on bass in like a punk band. And oh, I'm like, yeah. again, I would also like to see Cynthia's earlier life. I would totally watch like Becoming Cynthia, uh-huh. where she's like in a rock band and then uh-huh. doing blow and then hanging out with guys, like and then also playing awesome cello. Um, but she, she, yeah, I worry when people push themselves past their limit. That's mm-hmm. what what makes me. That for me is more uh, nerve wracking than like knives at throats and guns and things. Like uh-huh. I'm like. You're going to ruin yourself. You have to get surgery or... Like, this is done. Your life is over. You'll uh-huh. stop playing. Like, get it fixed. Uh, so it was good to see her taking care of it finally and, like, stop being afraid. Uh, I didn't think... I thought we might have her be a person where she plays herself into the ground. Mm-hmm. Um, so it was nice to see her do some self-care. Yeah. I was honestly expecting the other side, too, for her to just quit and that be the end of it. Yeah. And then I was like, okay, it's the end of Cynthia for now. But I'm glad it didn't. And she meets Kevin, the yes. New York Knicks player, who's smooth. He's like, oh, yeah, having a bourbon with me, that's what helped my friend. <laughs> but then, like, I like that she didn't, like, fall for it. She was like, nah, I think just the bourbon is fine. Like, She's, I was like, yeah. First girl. of all, their banter was adorable. It was so cute. Second of all, I like how everyone knows him except for her. Uh-huh. Everyone's like, Gloria. oh, my God. Even, yeah, even Gloria was just freaking out. She was uh-huh. like, you don't know. This guy really plays. And I was like, damn, Gloria, I had no idea. You uh, like basketball. She's a huge basketball fan. It was amazing. Uh-huh. But, you know, musicians, they gotta pay attention to their craft, not yeah. to the game. <laughs> hey, it worked out. I mean, I'm sure that guy has had so many people who are, like, Gloria and obsessed over him, so to find someone who doesn't... Looks like a cool And still ass. puts you in your place. Yeah, yeah. totally. That's. I feel like that's the key for musicians. Find someone that puts you in your place and doesn't, like, freak out over you. When you have that much uh, control and command of a room at all times, mm-hmm. you really, like, another person falling over you is not attractive. You yeah. definitely need that person who's like, you aren't even shit. Like, I don't even know why you celebrate yourself so much. Like, Take cool, it down Like, you did that? Anyways. Uh-huh. You, cool. you did your job, so I'm not going to give you kudos today. <laughs> <laughs> Love it. Um, and then we have, we're going to Lizzie's Cabaret in episode nine. So cool. Who, creative Solutions. 
Lessons for Creative Lives. I love that title. Um, I loved her. The entire performances that we see snippets of and just how freaking weird they are. But it's Brooklyn. It's New York. Did we skip an episode? No, I think... Didn't we do the doc episode where they go to the prison? Isn't that earlier? Oh, we did skip an episode. We did. Sorry, guys. Sorry, guys. I got caught up. That episode's a little contained, so we can kind of Uh uh, uh, fly through it. You had some really useful news on that. So, actually, in episode seven, we get a little bit of a documentary style, um, and it's actually shot by Bradford Sharp, who is Lizzie's boyfriend, who is played by Jason Schwartzman, who... Love him. Love him in Wes Anderson films. And I'm going to stop talking before I start geeking out. Um, (laughs) But they end up going to Rikers Island. The symphony's back after the entire Betty and Gloria. Well, we really did skip this. Um, Betty and Gloria find the agreement. um, And let me talk about the agreement real quick before jumping back to Rikers. It turns out that three people have to retire. Three tenured players will retire in the coming year, Betty included, as we mentioned, and the cost of living increase will go up 1.5% each year. So that was the conclusion to that, just in case anyone missed it. So going back, episode 7, they're at Rikers Island, they perform for everyone, and it turns out they actually did perform for inmates at Rikers. But they brought in an orchestra, brought, right? Yeah, they brought in the Chelsea Symphony, so the it's only amazing. orchestra players were like the main actors that we see. Got it. Um, and they were just like miming while the actual symphony played. And the cool thing is that Roman Coppola went back after this whole after they spent that day at Rikers and interviewed the inmates to get their actual responses. Like those, so those guys were not actors. They were real inmates at the place. They'd only been there for I think the article on Flavor Wire said like about a uh, like 6 months to a year wow. is like the selection that they picked to be in the um the inmate audience. And yeah, so those reactions are real and people from the Chelsea Symphony got to watch those reactions when everything came out for this wow. season three. And they're now gonna go back in the spring and it's like this it's this new thing that they're gonna perform for them. And then there was one, I believe it was a violinist, and she mentioned um how when Gar- um Garcia Bernal talked to the inmates in Spanish that, like, their guard went down a lot, and they were able to, like, enjoy and connect with them on a different level. Oh, my goodness. Which I thought was amazing. I was like, that's, you see not only the power of music, but the power of language and being able to. Well, and the power of, like, what looks to be just media and taking actual effect Mm -hmm. in the real world. Um, It's really cool, and now that they're going to have this concert series for these inmates, and now, like, the globe gets to see. And, and, and the, the fact that we got to see it, like, in real time, like, it mm-hmm. felt like as they were watching, we were learning about their experiences and those reaction shots they were able to capture. And I love that they decided to shoot this documentary style. It was so successful. It mm-hmm. made me, I was, like, a little, I teared up a little. Like, especially the guy who was like, you know, I've never been to a symphony. I've never heard music like this. Mm-hmm. I, I don't even know what this is, but I felt free for a moment, and I was like, oh my heart, and then to know that that's not scripted, and this was like actual feelings that were brought up from uh-huh. actual music, it's very exciting, and it makes me want to watch that episode again immediately, because uh, it's just, it's, I think it's probably the most powerful of this season, because mm-hmm. it affected real world change, and I think that's really cool. Yeah, and I like that they had the little bit of, we see the comedic relief in Bradford, and just his, yes. like the whole satire of just New York hipster within him. Or, or uh-huh. even the classic New York uh, doc, like street doc style uh-huh. of like and then we'll linger on this face <laughs> and we'll like do these short edits uh-huh. out really close and his like random like scenic shots that would like pop I just up. like I like the lingering on Rodrigo's face for reaction time mm-hmm. oh my gosh yeah the style of it was the comedic relief which I think is really hard to pull off and I think worked really well no they did such a good job I'm 
can't believe I skipped that episode. It it's was okay, there's so one much of the to best. cover. And they performed, um, I think it's Messian, yes. who was actually in prison when he wrote these songs. Such and they end, Yeah, they end with the song that he wrote after he got out of prison, which, mm, just so... Uh, this is what happens when you combine, like, beautiful writing and... Beautiful writing and beautiful music, and just... It makes for such a smart comedy. Yeah. And I... Ugh. With great world commentary. Exactly. Like, there's no... There's no, like, question to why this is even nominated for Golden Globes. I know. Because it is... More people need to watch it, and I think that's the negative that people get of, like, last year when we... I'm going off topic a little bit, but we see that last year people were like, who is, like, Gael Garcia Bernal? Like, what? He won this... Like, who is this guy? What is this? But, I mean, once you watch the show, you're like, oh... I get it. A couple of things like, to he people deserved who it. last uh-huh. year were like, who is even this guy? Well, that's Gael Garcia Bernal. He has been killing it in the game for years. Exactly. Check yourself. Two, like, check the show out. I mean, if you're here, I'm assuming you've watched. But, you know, mm-hmm. if there are people in your life unsure, just bring them here to this point in the video. I'm speaking directly to them. <laughs> Holy, like, for, the performances are off the charts. It's fun. It's funny. It's diverse. It's like It'll educate you on music. Oh, so fabulous. Mm-hmm. So fabulous. And the conclusion of this season really sets us up to do a lot of other things. Mostly what I'm excited about is I feel like there's not a lot of global television shows. Exactly, which to me yeah. is silly now with um, digital cameras, with how connected we are through the internet. I feel like most shows should feel global. Mm-hmm. We do it with film all the time. And it's crazy expensive to make. You do it a lot cheaper television i know it's a lot of permit and writing line producers i'm sorry but it's so cool to see and we get to see it here and i like that we get to come home back to new york and conclude mm-hmm. season three they didn't know they did an amazing beautiful job and Definitely. i love you're geeking out about I it see it uh-huh. and you're like face lit up it was amazing <laughs> you're like listen i'm gonna tell you guys what's going on but in a nice way which is great um and and the f- we see Lizzie's cabaret in after in episode nine, which we'll go back to. Um, I love that Lizzie performed the song in, in yeah, in actual because she sings uh-huh. it earlier in English, and yeah. to hear her then do it in Czech is beautiful. Oh. God, I don't know if that's Lizzie's voice or if she's again lip syncing. I don't know. I didn't look into that, but if so, Hannah Dune has an amazing voice. Whoever's voice, uh-huh. so lovely, and the fact that she introduced it with the time that like this is a time different to when women were muses and not artists. Yeah. Uh So just continuing with that theme of women empowerment in the music industry, in the classical musical world. Which, mm, So good. So good. Um, And then we see Haley finally, her debut. Yes. It's here. She kills it. It is kind of a hot mess getting to this mm-hmm. point, oh, though. Because a super hot mess getting to it. Poor uh-huh. Haley has to deal with a very, very stressed uh, composer who is not confident in his work. Mm-hmm. He's just not sure if this is what it is. Is it too simple? Well, it's been a long time. Since yeah. I think the last thing he composes is when Claire dies, right? I believe so. Uh-huh. So it's it's been a rocky road for him, and he wasn't. he's just been writing. It's just been coming out. And I don't think he really had, as before we've seen a lot of him with very intentioned motivations, whereas here, mm-hmm. he's finally writing just for himself, and you feel it, it's just pouring out of him. Um, and he's not really prepared for people to listen to it, but he's taking a chance, which you should definitely do. If you're not sure, that's the best time to debut mm-hmm. it. Um, so then, uh, uh, as he's watching her practice, he, he wants to conduct it. And he's just constantly stepping all over her, 
And poor Haley, like, has an entire orchestra that's just enamored. He's, he was the conductor uh-huh. of the New York Symphony Orchestra. He's a giant in their field. When he speaks, you listen. listen. Yeah. Not to mention that he wrote the piece, and this is Haley's first time conducting. She, insurmountable odds for poor Haley, mm-hmm. and she pulls it off. Like, after her mm, violinist <laughs> snaps and freaks out and has to be sent away. After you guess correctly. Yeah, uh-huh. she's all up in business that does not involve her. And she's like, we have to listen. He's the maestro. Blah, blah, blah. It's like, Esther, shut up and walk away, please. Esther, nobody asked for uh-huh. this, okay? I understand. <laughs> but you can either work with him or you could go. She went, and I was happy to see her leave. Um, not the, again, not the actor. She was fantastic. Uh-huh. <laughs> bye bye. Um, uh, if any opinions are just character related, yes, this we is love true. all the actors. They're all spectacular. Uh-huh. Um, so then, uh, uh, Haley's got to re-edit the entire piece because it's too hard for her second violinist to play. Mm-hmm. What a train wreck that is! They're like cutting pieces, moving pages around. I feel bad for was it, he's her roommate, and now he's in her orchestra. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And he's uh-huh. like, I didn't sign up for any of this. I don't even know what's going on. Yeah. At one point, they cut poor clarinetist part. Like, why aren't you playing? It's I'm not. They, I'm not in there. They uh-huh. cut the part before you got back, Haley. It's a mess. Um, but she finally gets it all together. They. Uh, 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 oh my gosh, why am I blinking so hard? Um, uh, Gloria and Cynthia's boo. Uh, The maestro. Uh, Thomas. Thomas, thank Uh you. Uh, so Thomas is like, he brings in an amazing violinist. Joshua Bell. The best. Musician cameo. So great. Uh Um, and he's gonna play it, they're just gonna do the original score, undo what we did, and just go back out there and just do it for the best. And it was stunning. It was it, beautiful. Everyone uh-huh. was imp- like, you, when you impress uh, Cynthia, I feel like that's when you know you've done a good job. Like mm-hmm. Cynthia is not easily impressed. Gloria loved it. Uh, I was really proud of Haley in this moment. She did it. She conquered all her fears. Mm-hmm. She made it come true, even though it was hard. And she didn't give up. Like through the whole time before Joshua Bell showed up, she was like, "We are gonna go on. We're gonna give a show. I don't <laughs> care. We might train wreck, but just follow me, and uh-huh. we're gonna get through it." Um, and it's great. Again, as we start talking about character development, it's great to see her come into that personality. Exactly, and you see the strength within her as she's conducting. Yes. She doesn't hold back at all, which I loved to watch. Um, and we see Cynthia and Kevin finally get their little date at Lizzie's Cabaret, which Lizzie is interesting place, but cute. Uh-huh. Well, and Lizzie even coming around and be like, have you kissed her yet? And uh-huh. I was like, damn, Lizzie. Okay. Uh-huh. Put pressure on the girl, but whatever. It worked out. It was, they had a really cute date. I think it's a cute first date. They're very... I want to see more of them. I, Me too. I mean, I said that like three times already, but it's because I really want to see I more really of them. Uh-huh. I want to see Cynthia in a solid relationship. She deserves it. She really does. And this, I mean, proving to this being a really good episode, just in terms of creativity, we see that Gael Garcia Bernal actually directed it. So good. So that was... It's cool because you do sense the difference when a different director takes yes. over an episode. Episode, well, and you and get a whole new feel for it. For me, especially the way Haley was shot, mm-hmm. through, it felt like love. Like especially as she's conducting, they do a lot of these very lingering kind of floaty romantic shots on her. And I was mm-hmm. like, I see you, Gael. I see what you're doing here. And I honestly felt like he was directing in character. Mm-hmm. Um, and I like that because this whole episode is kind of like looking over his little lambs, like looking over all the people, mm-hmm. and as they go on and do their thing, and as they become a family again. Um, so I thought this was a strong episode for him to direct. And he wasn't there, but he was there, which yeah. is cute. Uh-huh. And then we also see um, something I didn't mention in the last episode is Rodrigo says that Gloria is pregnant when they're announcing. 
the great like things that the New York Orchestra Poor is doing. Face is like, uh-huh. What are you even she's talking like, about? I'm sorry. I'm what? And Am then, I pregnant? What, uh-huh. what is going on? She's like, oh, do you know something I don't? <laughs> Turns out they're doing the New York City uh, Youth Orchestra, and that was the entire idea that. Rodrigo had been wrestling with this entire episode, mm-hmm. which leads me to think that that's what he meant when he asked Haley if she wanted to have, have a baby kids. with I him. feel you. Yeah. I was like, okay, I get this it. This is your I baby get it now. Uh-huh. children and the things. I got it. Because then he asked her in episode 10 to mm-hmm. become a part, like be the yeah. leader of that orchestra, um, which I think would be really nice, except character-wise, no. It's not, it's not yeah. time for her to be doing no. that. I she totally needs to understand. do her own thing, yes. for sure. Gotta make her own mark. Mm-hmm. Um, so we see Rodrigo and Gloria in episode nine, kind of the aftermath of all this. And Rodrigo goes to ask for the loan. Um, and I like that he, when he's talking to his um, the composers that just appear to him from the great beyond, um, <laughs> he's like, just tell her what music feels to you. And he's like, no, I'll start crying. <laughs> He's so crying, not uh-huh. so crying. I yeah, like that I like little, that those little quirks that he throws in. It was nice that first mm-hmm. he had child Mozart, which we've seen adult Mozart in uh-huh. previous seasons, so it was nice to see that he felt like a child throughout a lot of this season. I mean, mm-hmm. he was relating to, like, an annoyed child who's like, I have to go here and do these things, and I'm good, and I like it, but, like, I'm a kid, I want to be, like, out there just doing what I want to do, and so seeing him strapped to those responsibilities, and then we get Tchaikovsky later, who, of course, was... A thousand percent about the music all the time, like uh-huh. very serious, um, and also had a very great affair with Coco Chanel. Um, so Chikovsky is my that. favorite. Uh-huh. Yeah, did uh, they, he did uh, uh, the Nutcracker? Had an affair with Coco Chanel and took ballet to like whole new levels where people were like, "What are you doing? This scares me!" Um, and literally yeah. left and rioted in theater. Chikovsky is really cool, mm-hmm. um, but he, he was very serious and like always about the music. And so it's cool to see those uh, personalities coming out for him in this season. Mm-hmm. Um, because that's what I want to see from him. I want to see, like, very impassioned. And he's so cute when he's, like, you know, his little boy is showing. When he's, like, yeah. a child on that's the That's when we see, like, human Rodrigo and not yes. just crazy, huh? Exactly. It's through these other composers. I like, no, I totally like that. Um, and we, so that's that's that for episode nine. Um, unless, am I missing in? I, I got so. it, right? All, yeah. And the final... Episode 10, you guys. Um, you're the best or you effing suck. Because yes. I won't use crazy expletives on here. Um, <laughs> She's the nice one. <laughs> um, so, Rodrigo kind of sells out, but in a funny way. He oh does his salsa God. commercial, and that's the intro. Yes. I I felt, I literally fell out of my chair laughing. Oh, we did was one so moment. Funny. The moment leading up to this. Mm-hmm. Just, um, Rodrigo meets the bubble lady, which is <gasps> oh my one of my gosh, favorite yeah. uh-huh. moments in the series because he's just so mystified. And again, this is where we see them take the bubbles as art very seriously. Yeah. And I shouldn't have been shocked, but I really was when this, like, oh, how did you do this? And two bubbles and one is circling around. He's so moved mm-hmm. by this moment and then starts off his being like, okay, so. They get to practice during the day. She's going to keep her shows at night. They don't really have a place to perform. That's what leads them to the jail. Um, and now, uh, wait a minute. How did I get back to the bubble lady? You were talking. You just went back to it, and then I you just went back to. Uh-huh. It. I, I had a point. I was going somewhere. You like how they went into it. You like that they don't belittle the music. And, yes, yes. Uh-huh. They treat it like art. So uh, uh, he is trying to figure out how to make everything in the hall work and mm-hmm. come together. Um, which I think is really it's really interesting. I just want to mention that part because I think it's important. No, it was, yeah, it's very important. Um, it's cool to see Rodrigo finally, towards the end of the season, letting go of himself. Yes. And not being so like pretentious and stuck yes. in his ways. 
I was just like, couldn't mm-hmm. the orchestra just back up the bubbles? Like, they got the bubbles in the front of the show, and the orchestra is oh, there, they would, like, they jamming. would be pissed. They would be pissed, but I'd be excited as a patron. I'd be like, yes, I do want to see this <laughs> show. like, yeah, I'll pay for that. Let's go now. <laughs> oh, my God. Um, so, yeah, he does sell out a little bit for the greater good of the orchestra. Yes. Doing his salsa commercials, which yes. were hilarious. And oh, he also tells Gloria he's going to get the money. Uh-huh. And, the, and I think that happens in episode nine, where uh, he's like, look, I'm going to get the money. And she's like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, really? And I really like that challenge. But he actually which, does kind of get no, the money. No, he totally uh-huh. does. He's like, not only will I do this commercial that pains me, and it's like tears on my face funny. Mm-hmm. It was for salsa, right? Yeah, it was oh literally just, like uh, the most stereotypical, yes. like, Salsa commercial you could ever just watch. Stomping around in his cowboy uh-huh. boots. What a mess. Um, but then he goes to try to get a private loan, which I find hysterical because it's so clear that he has mm-hmm. no idea how banks work. Or his um, his assets were at composers. Oh my gosh, uh-huh. you have no line of credit. <laughs> you, you don't even rent an apartment. Uh-huh. What was the uh, analogy he used about? Potatoes or tomatoes? Do you remember that one? Yes, but it didn't make any sense. It was like if you if you have a potato farmer and he asks, so I don't even remember the exact. Like you would not sponsor a potato farmer, but you Uh -uh. would sponsor a tomato farmer, and I'm like both have value, so I don't know what you're talking Uh, about. uh But But okay, Rodrigo, it's cool. But then he does his very Rodrigo thing, and he's like, okay, I'll just win you over as a human being. Mm -hmm. Then totally fine by me, and he. Does he takes her? He goes with her kid, and they make musical instruments, and he plays, and he invites the old ladies over, which I thought was really cute. cute. And he finds out that her kid's instrument is the drum, which, as a mother, I would curse him for life. <laughs> Don't you do this to me? Uh-huh. I have to listen to him learn rhythm for like five years. Um, but it works. She winds up writing him a really big check, mm-hmm. and I was like, "This is how we use Rodrigo for all future financial He's investments." He's a charmer. Uh-huh. Just aim him at the wealthy women and watch the money flow in. It's gonna work. <laughs> They'll just start throwing it on him. It'll be great. Definitely. Um, no, that was. Thanks for covering that. Um, and going back to episode ten, um, Lizzie's back to dressing like. Lizzie. Yeah. Not like her lovely Czech composer, because everyone was mistaking her for a waitress. Yes. Which was a great line. I love these little, that's my favorite part about smart comedy, is that they throw in these little asides that if you're not paying attention, you'll be like, what the hell? I'll just pass right Uh over you. But it's these little ones that get me every time. Um, Lizzie and Bradford, and again, back to ladies doing their thing without the men. Lizzie and Bradford are over. Yes. um, Because they both have issues to deal with, which I thought was cool that we it's, it wasn't this huge big this is thing. like the one flaw with the season is mm-hmm. i did you like them together i do i oh, really okay. did and not that i needed them to work but mm-hmm. i needed to see them fall apart um and i guess sometimes relationships do have like that we're like he's mm-hmm. touring with his video and he's doing the things now and he couldn't be there for her so we get we get taste of it mm-hmm. and i i think it works but man i would really like to see those two not want to be together anymore or love each other and realize not work like something like mm-hmm. I liked their relationship it would have been nice to see the end of it I liked their relationship but I liked that it was like a mu- we're left off with it being just a mutual separation thing. Yeah. yeah okay because I feel like a lot of times you see this big fight and this big thing yeah. and one character gets the bad outlook of it whereas we can still like love both characters equally that is also fair mm-hmm. but you know everyone has their different opinions <laughs> that's why we're here um and Cynthia gets a hold of Thomas. They kind of meet up again as yeah. Con- Constanza. That's how she messaged him. Um, and she regrets not going solo a little bit. She does. And this was uh-huh. a really interesting conversation. I think it reveals a lot about her as a person. Um, 
just from the idea to be solo, but you never, she's so about the orchestra. Mm-hmm. Like, she doesn't really pursue solo events. Like, it's nothing you, we've never yeah. seen her try to be a soloist or, like, long for or lust after soloists. Like, she's about the orchestra. So to mm-hmm. hear that she thinks she might have missed out on something, I think this is really one of those passing regrets. Mm-hmm. Not one of those lifelong ones where you're like, forever, like, I should have chased my dream, oh, but yeah. more of just like a, like, what if? And that's kind of Cynthia's downfall. She's constantly living in what if territory, mm-hmm. even with Thomas, where it's like, we could get back together. And I was like, girl. He's like, uh, that was a long time ago. Also, weren't we kind of a wreck? Like, uh-huh. I was not a good human being. You were not a good human being. Like, we don't work together. Like, sex was great, sure, but nothing <laughs> else is happening for us. Uh-huh. And I'm with Gloria now. We're so happy. And I was so proud of Thomas in this moment. I was, I was again, a little shocked. I was like, look at Thomas. Full on adulting here, like mm-hmm. he's growing up. Taking, took a lot of years. It took he's so <laughs> many. He's a late bloomer, uh-huh. but he got there before he died. So good for you, Thomas. <laughs> before um, he died. Yeah, I love that part. Yeah. So poor, mm-hmm. poor Cynthia. She's a typical mess. But mm-hmm. I'm hoping with the surgery and maybe with her cute basketball player and with the orchestra now being on more even footing, mm-hmm. uh, I'd like to see like a healthy situation, Cynthia, where maybe her problems are more. Um, superficial and more yeah. like what songs are we playing no she's gone like through that. so much she deserves uh-huh. some steadiness she definitely deserves steadiness and i i feel like it relates to anybody like artistically who yeah. like you always i mean we're in creative fields like you want to pursue something but you're like oh like can i do it by myself or i'll just stick with the group i'll do i'll mm. get a group of people together to do it and like as creatives we don't like venture out as much and then have these regrets so i like that they kind of they made it very relatable for people watching. Because uh, I feel like a big portion of the audience is probably people involved in music or some sort of creative field. Totally. Um, or just love Lola and Gael, you yeah. know, who knows? <laughs> but so we had Thomas, and then Haley has her blind audition yeah. for the chair. And I like that Lizzie was helping her by yelling at her, like, who do you think you are? Like, you suck. <laughs> I was like, that is that is a good friend right there. Well, you have to break your concentration. Mm-hmm. I like that she got tired before Haley did. I like that she was like, I can't yell at you, uh-huh. and I'm done with this now. Uh, which you had, like, when you play peekaboo when the baby gets bored first, and you're like, how did that happen? <laughs> you're like, oh, I was enjoying this. Uh-huh. Too, too eager. Gotta, gotta slow it down. You're uh-huh. not cool in front of the baby. The baby is now cooler than you. Damn it. That's when you know you've hit a low spot when a baby is cooler than you. Oh my god. Um, But you know, Haley still catches Rodrigo's attention when she does actually plays her oboe for him, which. Oh, everyone, the blood, it blows. Everyone's heart kind of flutters a little bit. Of course. And then this random guy, Arlen, gets a spot. Which like, I was, look, I wanted to be shady, but he's an Asian guy and he's from Chicago. And I was like, get it, son. Mm-hmm. Um, but at the same time, I was like, poor Haley, no. Because uh-huh. she played so well. Like, the solo was great. It, it was, was very moving. Yeah. Um, we didn't get to hear his, so there's no really comparing uh, for us as an audience. But... Oh my god. But he did have a spot. Was he a substitute or he did have the spot in the Chicago? Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was uh, subbing in at the Chicago Orchestra. So he's seasoned. um, Mm -hmm. And I I have so many questions because when Rodrigo comes up and delivers the bad news, at first it's so sweet. You're like, oh, yay. You're coming. And Uh you're like, oh, 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 no. No, she did everything right. Mm-hmm. Why is this happening? And then to hear that he got outvoted, did you at all believe that the, that might not be the full truth? Yeah, um, I, I mean, did I did. Too. I didn't believe that that might be the full. Like, I I really worry that he was lying and that she's going to find out and that's going to cause a lot of drama next cause, season. Yeah, because it, it did. We know when Rodrigo's telling the truth at this point, and there was a lot of that. Like, 
no, a lot no, of hesitancy. I'm uh-huh. and, you know, and Rodrigo, okay, he's about music. He's going to choose the best player. I just wish he would be honest with Haley. I also want to know if he was outvoted. Like, who voted against Haley? You monsters. Uh-huh. I love Haley. Why did you do like, this to all her? of them were looking at him to know if it was her or not. Right, uh-huh. right. And so, I... Ooh, what if it turns out that it was just Rodrigo who voted and, like, oh convinced everyone God. else to vote against Haley? No. For the better of the music. Oh, my God. Ooh. That would kill me, but it'd be a really good plot point. It would be a good plot. Um, uh-huh. Oh, man. That hurts my heart a little to think about. Um, yeah, so it, that was, it was really hard for Haley. But then we get the most magical moment of the entire show, uh-huh. like its entire history, is when, um, uh, how do you say your name? N- N- Nelly? No, I cannot. It starts with an N. Mm-hmm. She's Mozart's sister. Oh, uh, Nanaro? Yeah, Nanaro. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, this uh, fascinating character from history, if you guys don't know anything about her, there is a movie, I want to think, I think it's called Just Mozart's Sister. Oh, really? About her from ages like 12 to 19. Mm-hmm. Um, Oh my god, like the saddest life. So everything she says is true, where she's like, you know, my brother was, I was a genius, and then my brother was born, and uh, attention shifted to him, Mm -hmm. and she would like, like at one point she like dresses as a guy and like sneaks into the palace and she has this like, it's not an affair because it's, you know, that time period, and affairs aren't really a thing you had Uh if you wanted to get married and have like a proper life, but she would like flirt with the prince and she would like sing arias for him, and... She, I need to see this movie. It's, first uh-huh. of all, the movie is stunning. I think it's all in German. Um, but she also plays, and I, uh-huh. I think, uh, if I'm not mistaken, I could be totally wrong here, guys, but I think uh, Mads Mikkelsen plays the father, um, Mozart's father. Um, but yeah, in this case, you see them play, they use the first toilet. Mm-hmm. Like, it's really, <laughs> just like a weird fact, but it's a scene uh-huh. that really stands out. I was like, uh, okay, I wasn't expecting yeah. you to do Mozart's that. Mozart's sister, uh-huh. I think 20, circa 2012, 2013. Check it out, really great movie. But when she pops up in the show, I was like, oh! <laughs> Haley, the blood, it shows! Like, you have it! It's there! Uh-huh. And, and, oh, oh, now I feel like you're totally like an actual composer, and I'm very, very excited mm-hmm. to see. Uh, what pieces she chooses? Will she go more modern? Will she be like more classical? Who are you going? Like, wouldn't it be cool if she showed up at the Chelsea Symphony Orchestra and was oh. just like conducting them? And then like Chelsea versus New York City. Like, I'd love to see that show. That would be amazing. Uh, this is a- after she finds out Rodrigo wrote it against oh her. She goes God. and conducts the Chelsea Symphony. We are ready for season four. If you can't We're tell, we're so set. And the other thing to mention to kind of cap onto all yeah. these episodes. It's been three seasons, but they finally sleep together. Oh, my God. Okay. Oh, yes. Okay. Haley okay. and Rodrigo. It happened, guys. Finally. It happened. First of all. Second of all, I really liked how it happened. I mm-hmm. liked that it wasn't, like, a big thing. It was more like uh It was just comfortable. Yeah, I it feel. was like uh-huh. they were both like, it's time. Uh-huh. Okay, let's stop thinking about it. You're in your head, I'm ahead. We're just doing it. It's just happening now. Mm-hmm. And then it was so beautiful and the whole morning out and then he comes back and he kisses her on the forehead uh-huh. and I was like, This is just so And precious. he's just excited about everything. But then the I kind of had a little bit of hesitancy after mm. when he's... When he's having his flashback? Yeah, when he's having flashbacks. Oh, scary stuff. I feel like most people, if you have a flashback of this great experience that you had, you get kind of like a giggle. Yeah. Or like you said. He's and he was doomed. just like stone cold. Haley yeah. was the one that had the like giggles yes. and stuff. But he was just like... It felt like he was saying like, oh, like thinking, oh God, what did I just do? I don't think commitment is in his mm-hmm. uh, lifestyle brand. And I feel... <laughs> his lifestyle. <laughs> like his commitment is not there. <laughs> uh-huh. He's not about it. 
And I think that it was really um, terrifying to him. Like, he doesn't want to lose Haley, mm-hmm. But maybe he pushed her away and now you can't be in my orchestra and you can be over here directing my mm-hmm. students and mm-hmm. you'll be like my missus. I like you in this role. And I feel like, but and I feel like Haley made the right decision in that uh, Rodrigo can never commit to her in that role. Yeah. I think, but he wants he wants the independent. I can barely have you kind of women. That mm-hmm. is what he's attracted to. But Crazy. now that he's had her, will he still be interested? I think he will, especially uh-huh. as she starts to rise on her own. Especially as she starts to when she he starts. He does like powerful ways. women. That's what so, I'm saying. Uh-huh. When she starts doing her own concerts and people are coming for the Haley name, I think he'll be like, oh. Oh, but I really do love you. And it's Haley, like I'm back. Uh-huh. I hope Haley goes back with that fine ass uh, black guy that she was hanging out with before. And Eric, oh my god, we only see like five seconds of Eric. I love Eric. Uh-huh. I really liked their relationship together, and I know she was mad. It's like, oh, you see my friend struggling. I'm like, Eric has money, and he has to make now smart that the decisions. Is over, maybe Eric can kind of be what? that in between, right? Even for Eric Rodrigo is and just Haley. your f buddy. Like, get it, Haley? Like, he's so cute, and he can take you anywhere. Uh, he is a babe. Young, I was I was rooting in that last season when he young asked entrepreneurs can get it. They know it's. <laughs> Oh, it's been a day. Oh, my God. Too funny. So, I mean, we're pretty much done with the entire that is season. season. Three. We did it. Season three recap, guys. What a haul. What Ooh. a great season two. I like what I like season two. Mm-hmm. I thought this was infinitely better. Um, I think I like the way they divided the season into kind of these two parts. I mm-hmm. love that we start in Venice. I honestly could talk about that forever. It's such a beautiful city. Um, I like I love Haley's growth throughout this season. So much growth, more than in any of the past seasons. Oh, totally. Uh-huh. Um, I like uh, uh, that we finally get to kind of the craziness of Rodrigo. Like we've been kind of dealing with this like oh musical genius in the first season to mm-hmm. like tortured artist with um, Aisha Rivera in season two to now like we. We see you, Rodrigo, and mm-hmm. we we know all the stunts you're gonna pull. And now it's kind of like now that he's established this is his home, it'll be really interesting to see how which direction they choose to let him grow next yeah. season. Will it be in loving Haley? Will it be in finally leading an orchestra? Because he's really good at getting everybody together. Mm-hmm. He's a great people- guest star, like composer. But will he actually? Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Can he uh-huh. build the orchestra, especially with the added um, addition of a symphony orchestra? Um, we got Thomas and Gloria, and mm, they are so they're cute. Cuties. They're like the mom and dad of the group now, and I really hope we get to see them mm-hmm. fall even deeper in we love. We can just have no conflict with them next season. If Please. It, uh-huh. just, I hope all of their conflict... They'll be the nice relief to everything. Yeah, I hope all their conflict uh-huh. is witty banter. Yes, I hope all please. of it is just like, how can you choose this song? And like, are you really going on <laughs> tour with this 19-year-old? And these kinds of like, I still love you, but I'm kind uh-huh. of confused as to why I like you. Uh- <laughs> Maybe some more EDM from Thomas. Yes, yes, <laughs> absolutely. Mm-hmm. Um, and then our girl... Oh my gosh, guys, names keep escaping me. Um, uh, um, Ooh, describe her and I'll fill it in. Uh, Thomas's other chick. Cynthia. Cynthia, thank uh-huh. you. We've seen these things a lot, so they come and go. Um, <laughs> and we get Cynthia to be a little more settled down. She yeah. starts doing some self-care. We see her try to backslide, but the, the symphony has become a home, and now the home is not allowing her to do crazy things anymore. Mm-hmm. Like, Thomas is like, I'm not going to sleep with you. Everyone is like, please go get your hand checked out. Don't ruin yourself. Um, everyone's kind of watching out for her. So mm-hmm. in old episodes where she might have returned to, like, drugs or alcohol, she turns to the family, and everybody's there for her. I love that night they do on the stage where they get oh, drunk. Oh, yeah. Um, mm-hmm. It's such a great moment, even though it kind of ends in chaos. Uh, 
fire alarms and bubbles everywhere. Fucking uh, Warren. Uh-huh. <laughs> Just had to go in the back. Had to touch the things and freak out. Uh-huh. Um, so I, I have high hopes for Cynthia next season and whatever happens. I actually would like to see Cynthia take over the Children's Symphony Orchestra. Oh. Because I feel like, I like that. maybe uh-huh. giving her hands a rest would be good. Um, and I think that while she's not the typical person you would maybe consider, like she's not, she doesn't have the like matronly, like motherly kind of uh, attitude. I feel mm-hmm. like that's kind of perfect for kids' orchestra when it's like, we're taking this seriously. We've taken you from all levels, mm-hmm. so we've got to get you guys whipped into shape and on the same page really fast, mm-hmm. but also somebody who's patient and kind and can understand. I really want to see Cynthia yeah. I mean, we've seen her in a loving manner, just in the way she deals with yeah. the people in the orchestra, so I definitely think she could take over in a, and balance that like power and lovability love not yeah. a word, but we'll make it one so it'll uh-huh. be it'll be interesting to see how that happens and then of course I think our big conflict for next season will be who are our other two that are gonna have to drop mm. um the drama the drama there what would you there. say if you had to go now uh, I can't remember names, but the guy who sells drugs, maybe? Dee Dee? Yeah, I mm-hmm. love Dee Dee, but he's a little older. Uh, he's all over the place. Yeah, and a newer, like younger. I think he wore the diaper oh or, like, God. underwear to go perform for the students. Inappropriate, bro. God, Dee Dee. Which, okay, if she mentions, like, Dee Dee, you're falling out, but then he's, like, jumping all over the place. I, I was know. like, um, did he, like, tape himself down? What's going on? Uh-huh. Yeah, so I, I feel like that, uh, so maybe Dee Dee, and then, I could see Bob leaving. Gosh, Bob has so little. He did little. like his Uber. He does like his uh-huh. Uber. Uh, but in a, to... like, in a healthy way, like, maybe, because yeah. he said his family, like, makes fun of him for Uber. Yeah. Like, I don't know, maybe we see him patch things up with his family and go off. Hopefully. Kinda, maybe he needs to get away from Cynthia. That, I actually uh-huh. would highly encourage that Bob get away from Cynthia. Yeah. So, <laughs> I could see, so Bob and Dee Dee, that's, that's who we see leaving yeah, next. Yeah, definitely. Uh-huh. Sad, sad to Very see them go. Very sad, yeah. But they're older, and, and it would make sense to me that they might make way for, like, some young blood and mm-hmm. maybe move into administrative positions. Some new stories yeah, to be absolutely. told. Yeah, Because you can't tell the same story for three seasons. But it looks like that's that's about it. That's all. Uh-huh. That's all we got, got our predictions, guys. Season four hasn't been announced yet, um, but, I mean, they they got Golden Globe nominations again. Yeah, it's hard for it's, me to picture Amazon it's canceling back. this. Yeah. Especially as they try to compete more with Netflix and Hulu. Mm-hmm. Uh, this show is, our, is one of the few that's garnered them actual awards. I think They've it's this a, and Transparent. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yep, absolutely. Yeah, well, Jeffrey Tambor won for uh, Best Actor. Uh, I think they have a Best New Series is it comedy or musical, which is a weird category for them. Um, And then uh, I think maybe their writing staff got an award. Um, Mm -hmm. Yeah, and then so other than that, they've got this. And I mean, they've got like the Man in High Castle. They've got the new uh, oh my goodness. Oh my gosh. Oh god. uh, Daisy and, and Gatsby. He wrote Gatsby. His name is... Oh, Zelda? Zelda, yes, uh-huh. thank you. I was getting there, guys. Um, which, if you haven't seen the pilot for it and you're on Amazon, which I assume because you watch the Mozart in the Jungle, uh, <laughs> you should definitely check out Zelda because it was a fun pilot. Um, and they have their new Hollywood one coming out soon. Oh, I don't know about um, this one. Yeah, so mm-hmm. they have, like, the Tick remakes. They've got, like, a lot of, like, little comedies coming out. But with three seasons in, uh, this cast, mm-hmm. plus Gael Garcia-Renal, plus the Coppola family behind the name, I can't see this going anywhere. Please bring me season four sooner rather than later. I need it. Please. Maybe, like, uh, next summer? Yeah. yeah, I'll be here for it. I'm there. Even I'm sooner? ready. Whatever happens, guys. Or announce <laughs> it before Christmas. Christmas gift for all. Truly. Um, but that's all we have for you guys. Thank you so much for sticking around for practically two hours. 
hours. You guys are dedicated fans, <laughs> um, just as we are for watching the entire season. I'm Leslie Ambries. You can find me on Twitter and Instagram at In Less Than No Time. And be sure to check us out on iTunes, YouTube, subscribe, like the video, tell your friends about it, post it on your social media. SoundCloud, I think we're yeah, on. Pretty much anywhere you can find a podcast or YouTube, we're there. And check us out at AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Joel Monique. You guys can find me all over the internet at Joel Monique and every week at BlackGirlNerds.com. If you head over to my Instagram right now at Joel underscore Monique, you can see my photos from the opening night of Star Wars, which is a whole lot of fun. Um, you can also check my review for the new Star Wars film on BlackGirlNerds.com. Oh, I'll be asking you about that. <laughs> um, that's all I have for you guys. Thanks for sticking around. Merry Christmas Bye. and happy holidays. From executive producers Maria Manunos, Kevin Undergaro, Phil Svitek, and the entire AfterBuzz TV staff, we would like to thank you for listening to the AfterBuzz TV network. To watch or listen to other After shows and post comments or questions, be sure to visit AfterBuzzTV.com. I'm Sir Richard Wentworth, and this has been a presentation of AfterBuzz TV. Buzz you later. The views expressed herein are those of the hosts only and do not necessarily reflect the views of AfterBuzz TV or its owners or principals.